Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Eric, and this is the Eric in the Morning podcast with Melissa and Whip, featuring highlights from our show on 101.9 FM, The Mix, WTMX Chicago. Twitter is convinced Adam Levine's chest tattoo spells out bro with his nipple as the O. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Everybody cracks me up. I'm looking at it. It it does kind of look like bro. Does it? Yep. What are the B and the R? Uh, well, see, now that's where things are getting a little confusing because ah. people are wondering what are the B and the R or why they probably aren't anything. If it's bro, it's just bro. It's a B and an yeah, R, and he an decided R. to spell bro with his nipple. Okay. But now, because of the script they're using, they think the B might actually be a D. So it would be D-R right next to his nipple, and his daughter's name is Dusty Rose. Right. A lot of analysis. Right. So now people are believing that if it doesn't spell bro with the nipple as the O, it's just DR next to his nipple, which it probably is. But if that is the case, Adam Levine or the tattoo artist should have thought this through a little bit more. Because, you know, they should have seen this one coming. Hmm. And plus, everybody knows that all tattoo artists will use the word bro. As we've learned in the AT&T commercial. Stay in your lane, bro. There you go. <laughs> Stay in lane, bro. Have you seen that commercial? Mm, I don't know if I You've have. never seen that one? I mean, I have to see the whole thing. Then, the just old, that little he's clip. getting a tattoo and he's like, oh, the uh, the tattoo artist's like, is this your first tattoo? He's like, uh, yeah, yeah, this is my first one. He goes, okay, this one should be just okay then. And he's like, just okay? Shouldn't it be better? Stay in your lane, bro. She's like, shouldn't you draw it first? <laughs> right, because it's the whole, yeah. you know, just okay isn't good yeah, enough. Yeah. Right. You should expect better. Yeah, yeah. it's too funny. Like give it, it to me again. Oh, yeah. Stay in your lane, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in your lane, bro. <laughs> Guys, I really tried to avoid talking about this, but do Adam Levine's tattoos and left nipple spell out bro or am I wild? MTV News is to Ron Moore treated. Uh, tweeted, another user joked, 1989, I bet that in 30 years we'll have flying cars and someone would have found out for a uh, cure for cancer. 2019, do Adam Levine's tattoos and left nipple spell out bro or am I wild? Hmm. I think it's the initials of his daughter for sure. Uh, can we post that, Meldy? Sure. Let's post, uh, I never thought I would say this, let's post Adam Levine's nipple. All right. And uh, you folks can judge for yourself. Have you looked at it, Melissa? I did. What to me, I, I do think I saw it from far away. I didn't uh-huh. zoom in on the picture, but okay. I do think it is DR for okay. Dusty Rose. A tribute to Dusty Rose, well, yeah. his, his two-year-old daughter. Have you seen it, Mel? I'm sorry, Violetta? I have not. Right. Would you like to see it? Yeah, I would. There's, there it is right there. It's Adam Levine's nipple. Oh. And it looks as though it's either bro or DR. What are you saying? I think his, his nipple's too small to be the O. Okay. The ever curse or the big curse of the small nipple always ruins your bro joke. Yeah, I like true. small nipples. Do you? Oh. Yeah. Well, we learn a lot on the show here. Well, well nipples are good. But, yeah, but like too small. Sometimes you want it like porridge, just right. <laughs> sometimes just okay. Have, sometimes you want your nipples like porridge. I wouldn't want just them to right. be really big. Yeah. Yeah.
Have you encountered nipples that were too big? On a guy? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen a big one. By too big, what do you mean? You know, like, like in circumference or stick outiness? Both. You ever go to a street fair in the city in the summer? Uh, You'll experience all kinds too of... Big uh, and, too yeah. big, too small, just right? Yeah. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll poke you. Yeah. How do you feel? I mean... You and I mean I'll, about my nipples? Yeah, I, I, I think uh, mine are. I think mine are like decent porridge. I think they're okay. Yeah, I think you have standards. All right, over there, Viola. She's like, this is not how it is on AM radio. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of nipple talk. I don't even like that word. I came from AM radio, yeah. and we did not talk like this. <laughs> I think I got the dump button once right. when I said nipple. Yeah, we did not talk. We had on the assistant district attorney from DuPage <laughs> County for thirty-two minutes, <laughs> and at no point did nipple come up. <laughs> Three one two five nine one sixty eight hundred. People in their twenties and thirties blow eight hundred thirty eight dollars a month on average in what's called non essential items, things you don't really need. Right. So if you went to your bank account, your ATM today, and you got the receipt back, and like, where did this eight hundred thirty eight dollars come from? We're looking for the top three things you would blow it on. Here we go. Hi, right, Jim. You got eight hundred thirty eight bucks. You're gonna blow it on what? Netflix and chill night. Nice. Oh my gosh, that nice. sounds so good. The Netflix costs you a little bit, the chill costs you nothing. Unless it goes sideways on you, then it costs you a lot. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh-huh. You blow your 838 bucks on what, Amy? Scratch off tickets. Scratch off tickets. Oh. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, That'd be fun. You're looking to add to that cash. Can't win if you don't play. Speaking of playing at number three, Lori, you'd blow it on. Going to the casino. Casino, $838. What would you do? What would you play? Well, I'd play that $5 slot with that extra money. The $5 slots? Wow. Yeah. I, didn't, I've, I don't do slots. I know. Well, you'd, you'd burn through that money yeah. really fast. I know very little about slots. I, I should know more. Uh, at number two, Nick, your non-essential money goes to what? Rare bourbon. Oh, I like that. Yeah, Are you a bourbon drinker? Me, I like bourbon. You do? Okay, yeah. Awesome. yeah. What, what kind of bourbon do you enjoy, Nick? Uh, well, I've got a couple bottles of Pappy Van Winkle, a couple oh. bottles of Elmer T. Lee. That ain't cheap, the Pappy Van Winkle? No. Nope. Yeah, you're going to need your money for your Pappy Van Winkle. How much Van is a Winkle? bottle of that? What do you think a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle? 838, would that even be enough? Uh, you could get one bottle. Yeah. <laughs> be close. Yeah. What? Well, he said rare bourbon. That's, am- that's unbelievable, though. Yeah. Wow. There's going to be a bourbon shortage. You watch. You see what happens. <laughs> and finally, in at number one, you don't expect it, but all of your money is going to what, Mary? My bees and my beehive. Ah. All right, let's... Uh, so I know it's kind of interesting, a little odd. You're a beekeeper. I am. Aha. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh, how does that go in the winter? Um, I'm not sure yet. I haven't been to check them in a couple weeks, oh. so I'm hoping they're still going to be there. Are so you, we'll see. So you're new to the bee game then? Well, I'm a couple years in. Gotcha. So and, we'll, uh, we'll see if they make it this winter. Do you, I'm hoping so. Do you keep all the honey for yourself or do you share it with your honky-tonk neighbors? Well, I kept most of it. I'm giving some of it away. If I continue next year, I'm going to start selling it. Nice. Probably. I love local yeah. honey. Oh, yeah. love I love it. my honey. Right. So. Uh, how many times you've been stung? I'm guessing that's your number one question you get asked when you tell people <laughs> you have bees. Four. Four. Four times. Only four? Do you wear the full-blown suit, the hat, the, the gloves, the whole thing? Mostly. And the gloves. But in the summertime when I go, I usually have sandals on and they're crawling all over my feet and it really oh doesn't God, bother I me. So. Do I think you've lost your mind. 
Hey, you know, uh, where do the regular bees, uh, the wild bees, if you will, where as opposed they... to the tame domesticated well, ones? Well, as opposed to the ones that she's got in her <laughs> yeah. bee coop. Right. Uh, where do they go in the winter? Like, the, you know, the gangs of bees. The, the, the ones that are just flying around stinging us, where do they go? They just go and they find a little spot right. and they hide. So yeah. bees have like been, you know, surviving. Yeah. The yeah. same thing nest. like during the polar vortex. We said, where are all the squirrels? Right. That's yeah. that's what led me to that yeah. question, actually. It's not like they fly exactly. south or anything. Yeah. Right? Uh, do you <laughs> well, recommend it? Because this is an honest uh, statement. My brother once told me, and I, I then had him uh, sent for a CAT scan. Uh, he once told me he was thinking about getting into beekeeping. I do recommend it. Yeah. It's very... Uh, it's, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's very exciting, and I enjoy it. It's relaxing. It's interesting to see, mm-hmm. um, and the honey is a big bonus. Yeah, that's, no that's really the only bonus I can think of. <laughs> uh, do you find that when you're a beekeeper, your firearms are useless against them? Yes, that okay. is true. All right, that's a fact. I love it. My weird body response, 312-591-6800. I was just sharing with you what happens to your body when you hate your job. And then we got to think, well, well, what happens to your body when you're nervous? Your weird ro- body response to that is what, Margie? Oh, my God, I turn red. I turn oh, red. I'm red. Yeah, a lot of you blushing. See that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it happens. Yeah. Sarah, your weird body response to being nervous? Yes, I get similar to the last one. I get all red and splotchy like hives. Ah, like break out hives. hives. That's hives. a good one. Heard of hives. Yeah. Well, that can't happen. Thank you for that. Uh, Chris, your weird body response to nervousness. My body tends to shut down. I'm ready to go to sleep. You shut down physically and go to sleep right there on the spot, regardless of where you are. Because your body has to do quite the opposite. When you're nervous, you do it. Uh, When you're nervous, your body response is what, Lynn? I have coughing fits. Coughing fits. Hmm. Uh, Similar to my yawning fits. Yeah. I've never heard of that, though. Coughing fits. I don't want to be around Jeff when he's nervous. His body response to that is what? I'm very embarrassed. I, I pass a lot of gas. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uncontrolled, unexplained farting. Stomach, yeah, yeah your, your tummy gets a little unsettled. Oh. Yeah. oh, man. Never seen this before, but Andrea, when you're nervous, what happens? My upper lip twitches. You get a lip twitch. Mm. Yes. Huh. That I get. Now she triggered a memory. My eye twitches. You get an eye twitch when yeah. you're nervous? Yeah. I get that once in a while. And sometimes... The whole body loses its mind, and Christina gets nervous. What happens? My uh, my arms and legs start to go a little numb. Your arms, all my extremities go numb, mm-hmm. and I can't walk or pick anything up. That's kind of like those those fainting goats. Like the fainting goats, like yep. when they get nervous. Yeah, yeah you ever see right. those? When they get yep. scared. Yeah, you scare you a fainting down. goat, bam, yeah. they just drop. Right. Same thing happens to Christina. Don't make her nervous. Who knew? Hmm. Anybody listening? Who was the ghost? You, we're trying to focus on the other side of ghosting. Usually you talk to the person who's been ghosted and try to sort out what happened, but rarely do you talk to the ghost until now. Great. I love that. Hang on, actually. Sarah. Hang on, Anna. We're going to get to you here in just a second, okay? I'm going to start with Ghost Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi. You were a ghost. Yeah. How long were you in the relationship? Uh, we'd only been dating about six or seven months. Only. Okay. And at the six or seven month mark, rather than go through the breakup outwardly, you just admittedly disappeared. Yes. Did you stop all contact? Yeah. Out of the blue, like ripping the Band-Aid off? Yeah. Did she? Why? 
I mean, it wasn't even a serious relationship, or at least it wasn't on my part. And she just kept talking more and more about being together forever and uh-huh. love. And it's like, uh, I've never said any of that stuff. We've never given any of that indication. Okay. There are different traits, they say, to a ghost. I'm going to read a trait off here. I want you to tell me honestly, if you're to self-evaluate, do you have this trait? Okay. <laughs> Okay. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) They, that being ghosts, tend to be self-focused more than aware of the other person. And there's no judging here. We're just curious. Or judge-free zone. Are Are you admittedly a little bit selfish just in your everyday life? Probably. Uh, that's fair. Okay. That's I fair. like the honesty. It's awesome. I would say yes to it as well if I was going to talk about myself. I mean, right? Yeah. We, yeah people yeah. have these tendencies, these traits. Sure. sure. Thank you, Mike. All right. Got Mike done. Okay. Anna. Yes. You were a ghost. I was a ghost. How long were you in the relationship before you disappeared? Well, I'm actually not proud to say I've probably done it uh, two or three times. Oh. And each so you're a professional ghost. Serial ghoster. Right. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. Each time, uh, the relationship has been maybe like a couple months, no more than like six. Okay. Uh, and when you ghosted, was it like we just talked about Mike? It wasn't even like a subtle ghosting, like, you know, you threw back a couple of texts. You're like, oh, yeah, great. Great to hear from you. you. Did you just completely disappear? Everything was lovey-lovey, gone. I, I think I did it just... Like, I transitioned into ghosting. Like, I would uh, not respond back to text, or I would respond the next day. Ah, uh, so you, you, you kind of slow faded them. <laughs> yes. All right, another yes. personality trait of a ghost, and I want you to be uh, self aware here and be honest with us if you believe that you're like this, okay? Okay. Ghosts tend to hide behind their texts and their social media, they're not really into the face to face talking experience. Yeah, I would 100%. Oh, yeah. look at oh. this. Yeah, I don't like confrontation. Like, I don't like hurting people's feelings. Right, or... it's better to disappear and not know that you've hurt their feelings. Right. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to see it. Thank you, you Anna. Talk about Thank it. you. I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. All right, here we go. Watch this. Okay. We have a professional ghoster. Sarah. Hello. Now, um, you are a serial professional speed ghoster. I am. I really am. It's a problem. Okay. Uh, now, <laughs> how, explain how that is. What's um, happened? So, I'm new to online dating and just really got into it. All of a sudden, I had all of these dates and I was dating all of these guys at uh-huh. the same time. And it started to get serious with all of them. So, I dropped them all like flies. All right. So, how many wow. ghostings have you done, let's say, this month? Uh, four. Four ghostings in a month. Mm. Yep. Well, apparently you didn't like you're any like of them a, that much. You're like, a, you're like a super ghoster. You're wearing a cape. I am. I have a super ghosting cape for sure. Yeah, no. I just dropped them all. Blocked them all on social media. Blocked them all on my phone. Done. You blocked them. Not only blocked cold them. turkey, but now when they're trying to contact you, they can't even get through. There's a, there's a wall in place. Completely. Absolutely. Oh, wow. So are message. you just like wanting to just date with no commitments and that just wasn't happening or what What was going on there? No, there was a fifth one who I'm currently dating. I liked him best. All right. So you found one you like, so you had to shut down the other four and rather than have the uh, conversation, you just uh, blocked them and filed restraint. Oh, orders. I'm not doing awkward conversations. Oh, no, no. blocked, okay. done. Mm-hmm. All right. So then let's go to these traits of a ghoster. I'm guessing the they are self-focused. That would be you. 
100%. Okay. <laughs> uh, they hide behind text and social media. That would be you? Uh, yeah, just block it. Done. Okay. Over. All right. Uh, they lack uh, awareness outside of their own world. Would that be you? Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit. All That's right. True. Okay. They tend to be a little mysterious and sexy at first and then shut that down. Totally. All yep. right. Good. And then finally, they believe in soulmates. Ghosts believe in soulmates. I do. Absolutely. Oh, my God. You are a professional. Man, I just got goosebumps. You, like, fit the mold perfectly. I want you to be honest with me here. All right? Okay. The fifth. Mm -hmm. How old are you, Sarah? I'm 33. All right. Are you hearing the footsteps of marriage in your your own brain like I got to move this along? Uh, Yeah, definitely. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got to push forward. Are you keeping this one around, or does he not see St. Patrick's Day? Be honest. All right, here's what we're going to do, Sarah. I want to put you on hold, okay? Uh-huh. And yep. uh, Mel D or Swanee or Cynthia will get your number. We want to check back on St. Patrick's Day and see if you're still with number five. Absolutely. Okay. All right, All right. hold on. Fine. All right. Can we get her number? And Mel D, will you remind me? St. Patrick's Day, check in with Sarah, the professional ghost. Will number five survive? I tried to hold us off, but Whip has been calling me every night going, can we please do the Zodiac Zone purse bit tomorrow? Right. I said, all right. Okay, fine. Because he believes in everything astrological. Yes. There is a list out now. It says the weird thing you always have in your purse according to the Zodiac sign that you are. For whatever reason, people with these Zodiac signs tend to have these items in their purse. Okay. You said you're a Pisces. Yes. Right, Violetta? Fish. Okay. She's the fish. Let me find Pisces and see if this is true. Okay. Every Pisces, despite their dreamy exterior, gets easily bored. You will always find some type of crossword puzzle or game in their purse. True or false? Um, those are a lot of hard work, so I don't have that, but, um... No. No. Okay. We're th- mm. we're zero for one. <laughs> I can't believe it must be wrong. I can't believe it would be wrong. Melissa, yours? No. Oh, my sign. Did yeah. I have that in my purse? Uh, Libra. Libra. <laughs> yes. Libras always have baby wipes in their purse. Baby wipes. No. Okay. O for two. <laughs> Hi there, Adrian. Yes. Uh, you uh, have your purse with you. I do. And what is your zodiac sign? Cancer. Cancer. Cancer always has a bag of chips in their purse. Yes or no? No, I have a bag of nuts. Close enough. We're gonna we're gonna say yes on that. Thank That's you. That's actually pretty close. Thank right. you, Adrian. Dominique. Hello, Dominique. Yes. Hello. Hi. Uh, what uh, astrological sign are you? Scorpio. Scorpio. You have your purse with you. I do. Scorpios always have dental floss in their purse, according to this list. Yes or no? I do not have dental floss in my purse. All right, one for four. (laughs) (laughs) But the description was right that you said. I just don't have a crossword puzzle. Maybe you should get one. Finally, Nora. Yes. Your astrological sign. Leo. Leo. Leos always have... Oh, God. What's this? Extra underwear in their purse. 
No. No, you just. Oh. I mean, you just never know when you're going to need a. <laughs> That's an ultimate better safe than <laughs> right. sorry. You never know when you're going to need an extra Ew. pair of underpants. How would it hurt? It weighs yeah. almost nothing. I mean, right. doesn't take up much room. Right. Yeah. You got your backup pair ready to go. You never know. Exactly. Extra underpants. Okay, <laughs> one for five. None of those made sense. 312-591-6800 or 312-233-1019. Since none of those things were in your purse, we want to know right now what weird thing is in your purse right now. Okay. What weird thing is in your purse right now? Something in your purse that likely no one else has in their purse right now. Completely explainable. There's a completely, completely logical explanation as to why you're carrying this around in your purse. Perfect. Like a road flare. (laughs) You don't have an extra pair of underpants, but you've got a road flare in your purse. 312-591-6800 or 312-233-1019. The Eric in the Morning with Melissa and Whip podcast. Downloadable every weekday. This is 101.9 FM, The Mix. On the web at WTMX.com and via podcast. Hey, it's Eric, and this is the Eric in the Morning Podcast with Melissa and Whip, featuring highlights from our show on 101.9 FM, The Mix, WTMX Chicago. All right, what is in your purse? By the way, I just heard from uh, my friend Mira. She's a Libra. She has baby wipes in her purse. Oh, okay. Legit. I, yeah, it must be. It the zone knows what it's time. talking about. Yeah, the zone is on, on point with what it's talking about. I know it's unconventional. It's in your purse, but it's completely explainable. Lauren. Yes, hi. Hi, in your purse right now that probably no one else has. I have a pair of spurs. Spurs, <laughs> like cowboy spurs, like riding horse spurs. Yes, correct. <laughs> Why would you have spurs in your purse? Well, I very logically own and ride horses, oh. and I keep my boots in my back seat in case I ever have a chance to make it out there. Right, you never and... know when a horseback riding session is going to break out. <laughs> exactly, you got to take advantage. Yeah. You can't go without them. Yeah, the impromptu <laughs> horseback riding moment. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, if I leave my spurs loose in my car, they tend to slide under my seats, or I lose them, or something oh, like that. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever so get poked by your spurs, purse. though, if you're uh-huh. reaching in your purse? That's not slang for you. Um, <laughs> mine are pretty dull. They're not terribly sharp, so they don't, and they, they don't, that Either doesn't typically happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Got spurs in there. I feel as though many, many, many women should have this in their purse. Lisa does. Lisa? Good morning. How hi, are you? Hi, in your purse right now. They're called wine wipes. Wine wipes. Do you use them? Yeah, you use them to wipe the wine stains off your teeth after you've been drinking oh, wine. Fantastic. What a tremendous idea. Do they work? Clever. They do. They're fantastic. Uh-huh. You ever heard of these before? Wine wipes? I know I've heard of them. I don't know anybody who has had them or used them, but huh. maybe I'm missing out on something. In your purse, Debbie. Yes, I have a uh, small tape measure, and I also have a uh, little temperature strip. Because you never know when you're going to have a fever. <laughs> you never, you know. never know when you're going to have a fever or want to go horseback riding. Yeah, <laughs> those kind of make sense. Why would you? Why would you have a tape measure? You not? Do you have a tape measure, Violetta, in yours? Yeah. Uh, you never know right. when you're going to need to measure something. Not Don't right ask. Now. But oh. I do. <laughs> well, I I just oh I gosh. can't I can't 
yeah, I, I've used a tape measure before, but I have the roll-up one. Right. You just never know when you're going to need to know the, the, the length of things. Hey, Dory. Yes. Hi, in your purse right now. Hi. Kidney stone. A kidney stone. Oh. A real one? <laughs> your own or somebody else's? My own real kidney stone. It's in my little medicine cup. I passed it. And I know I, I thank you. I take it to the doctor when I go, and I know if I take it out of my purse, I will go to the doctor without it. I totally get that. So right? you still have an appointment coming up where you're going to need it. I'm going to need it so they can send it off for testing. Uh, so I, I put it in my purse, and, and there it stays. And uh, my kid's staying in front of me going, Mom, why is the stone still uh-huh. in your purse? Uh, dumb question. How big is it? It is 4.8. Because you also have a tape measure in your purse. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know what that means. I don't know. It sounds big, yeah, by the way. It's, you said it. In your delivery, yeah, it sounds like that was something massive. Right. You could you could have gone, uh, Eric, it's uh, 62.4. And I go, oh, okay. <laughs> it's uh, 122.6. Yeah, all right. Sounds good to me. And then finally, it's completely explainable. Alma, what's in your purse? Hi, good morning. I have penis-shaped candy. Ah. Because <laughs> you, you never know when a bachelorette party is going to break out. That's exactly what it's from. It's from my cousin's bachelorette party from over a year ago. Uh-huh. And I just didn't know what to do with them, so they're uh-huh. in a little secret bag that's on the inside of the purse. Uh-huh. Do you eat them? Um, I've got a couple. Yeah, you never know when you're going to want to go snacking, too. <laughs> yeah, the bag full of penis-shaped candy. 312-591-6800 in a new study. What percentage of American women... I'm just reading it, okay? Don't get mad at me. Would put out on a first date. What percentage? Uh-huh. Hey, Janet, what percentage? 75. 75. Wow. Sorry, that's that's too high, but are you free for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm just joking around. Yeah, I'm just funny. joking around with you. Too high. <laughs> what percentage of women say that they would on a first date? Craig? Is it 50%? Right down the middle. That's a bad phrase to say, but it's true. All right. Half. Half of American women say they would put out on a first date. Has that been your lifetime experience, Craig? Have you found that to be true? Not even close Not, there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there. It's like you and I are riding in the car together, pal. Yeah. That's right, buddy. Yeah, nice job. Are you surprised by that percentage, by that number of American women who say, yeah, I, I would on a first date, put on a first date? You surprised, I mean, Melissa? I guess if they're admitting it, no, but I did think maybe it would be just a tiny bit less. And you? Um. Okay, if I'm being totally honest, I, I did once, <laughs> uh, but I haven't in a long, I can't remember how long it's hey, been. Hey, we're not here to judge. This is a judgment-free zone. But, you know, right. whatever, I'm human. You have needs. Totally makes sense. Violetta? Um... I wouldn't consider it a date, but... <laughs> what would you consider it? I just... Well, I, okay, I think if you're going on a first date and it's really good, I mean, if it's a nice time... So you're saying yes? Yeah. All right, there we go. Two for two. But you have a 50% chance of messing it up. That's all right. Yeah. We're just happy to be there. Sometimes you don't care if you mess it <laughs> up. Yeah, we, yeah. We don't care. We're, not, we're not planning on circling back around sometimes. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, I guess, right? I don't feel right asking Mel D. It just I feels know. wrong. It does, so yeah. It's so sweet. It just feels wrong. I, don't, I, I, anyway. I prefer not to answer. <laughs> oh, okay. You, okay. Well, if you ask her, she'll answer. So, have you ever, Mel D? Uh, no. <laughs> no, okay. no. There you go. Somebody's got some standards around here.
When it comes to men, you might be surprised to know men are totally cool with the idea. Men are more relaxed about the idea of putting out on the first date. 73% of British men and 64% of American men were all for the idea of ditching what is widely considered the three-date rule and moving it right up to the first date. Ah. Probably not overly surprised by that, right? Nah. Yeah. I'm surprised it's that low, 64%. You might get a clean sweep on that one, too. I thought the men would be like, you got to go on a date? Right. What's the point? (laughs) I got a lot of unexpected headlines today to work through. I feel like if she were in this position, Ariana Grande would do this. Women who wear sexy outfits at college graduation are seen as less competent. Who wears a sexy outfit to their college graduation? Maybe for the party afterwards? No. Like they're covered in... No, to the graduation. Women who wear sexy outfits at their okay. college graduation are seen as less competent. Women who wear these outfits are considered less competent than those who opt for the more conservative clothing choice for the day. Researchers from the University of Surrey in England say their work shows uh, women are subject to biases that can be potentially harmful to one's career and self-esteem. I don't know how that fits in, but... Yeah, just don't wear the sexy outfit. Yeah, they showed... They, they had a bunch of uh, women who were graduating and some dressed, you know, in a sexy manner and others sure. dressed in a very conservative manner yeah. at their college graduation. Then all of those people were sure. later on photographed and asked to be evaluated by an, a third party who said, well, mm-hmm. yeah, these are competent. Uh, these are ones that right. probably put out on the first date. So they're in the 50 percent. We just learned about right. so. There's like a time and a place. For right. That stuff. Yeah. Who, who would wear? Would that even occur? Apparently it does. I think some women don't know when they're crossing the line. There is, I was having this discussion uh, this week, there is a, a difference between dressing sexy and dressing slutty, right? Pretty clear, clearly defined difference. And thus there would probably be a pretty clearly defined difference between dressing sexy and dressing, I don't want to say conservative, but I don't even want to say appropriate, but you get the idea. Yeah, I understand. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes your relationship. Made you sick or got you injured. You can directly attribute it to your relationship. Yeah, I'm sure this isn't that uncommon at all. We're getting a few calls. Yeah. We're getting a few of them. You know, like even after the breakup, you know, you broke up, got pneumonia. You're like, <laughs> I got pneumonia because of the breakup, because of him. Mm-hmm. Or ran into the tree while skiing. Or had what happened to Lisa. Lisa, your relationship actually got you sick or injured. Hey, good morning. Yes. So my husband bought a snowmobile and he wanted to go snowmobiling at night on the Fox River. And I was kind of a chicken. I didn't want to go, but I decided, all right, I'll go. And we wound up falling through the ice on the river. Like I was up in the river to my neck. Oh my gosh. Uh It was crazy. It was night and we're like, all right. So I like, he's screaming at me, come on, get out. I climbed out. And we were in the middle of the river, so we had to, like, walk to a bar to try and call our neighbors to come and get us. And, uh-huh. yeah, I wound up getting frostbite. Trust your you got instincts. frostbite. You got frostbite for falling in the river. Whose fault is it? It's totally his fault. Totally his fault. Of course. Yes, he totally is. got you in trouble there. I don't want to go snowmobiling on the Fox River. Come on. No. Just go. Come on. We'll do it together. Actually, you know, you fall through yeah. the river, nearly die. Right. Yeah. yeah. Whose fault is it? His fault. That's who. Emily? Hi. Uh, your relationship got you sick or injured? Um, yeah, we were staying in Gatlinburg, and he decided to leave in the middle of the snowstorm early. And what an actually, idiot! I know. I know. Um, so we ended up rolling the car um, and ended up upright. And he was thinking we could still drive off from it, but it was total. 
He wanted to drive off after rolling the car on the Gatlinburg, Tennessee vacation you didn't even want to go on. No. <laughs> How'd you roll the... Okay. They're in a snowstorm. It, it hit a patch of black ice, and okay. it went into the grass, and once we yeah. hit the grass, it just rolled. Okay. Melissa wants the physics of the car I rolling. I know. Right. I needed a visual, but that uh, helped. Thank and you. And were you hurt? No, um, a fan hit my head that we had in the back, but right. it, we were fine. And they actually give discounts at hotels if you get in an accident. Oh, perfect. Really? That's the upside. I never yeah. knew. I never knew. <laughs> so I can go into the local Hampton Inn and go, hey, I just slammed into a tree. Can I get 15 bucks off? Well, we had the car towed there so they could physically see that we were in an accident. Oh, good. <laughs> now, uh, whose fault was it that you uh, flipped the car in a snowstorm and got hit in the head by a fan? His. His fault. Of course. Totally. Totally his fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your relationship made you sick or injured, Brooke? Hi. Good morning. Good I'm morning. so excited to be on. Oh, we're excited um, to have you. Even for a horrible thing like this, but um, I it was many years ago, and I was in a very, um, I don't know, I don't want to use the word toxic because it wasn't that bad, but it was it was a... It wasn't Britney Spears' toxic relationship, but it was bad. Correctly. Got it. Correct. Um, so I finally ended it, and but I wasn't, like, thrilled about ending it. And I broke out in a rash called pitoria rosacea that I guess is, like, almost like a... It's not, like, measles or something, but it stays dormant in people's bodies, I guess. Like, a lot of people have whatever it is really? that could bring on this rash in times of stress. Right. And it usually said comes out in, like, late teens or early 20s in people, and I was in my early 20s. And it was summertime, and I, you know, wanted to go out and stuff. But I had, like, this rash all through, like, the core of my body, onto my arms, up my neck. Um, So that really put a damper on, like, stepping out and trying to find a new boyfriend, you know? So So the breakup of your relationship gave you the rash? Correct. Like, it brought it out. Like, I was so upset about it, like, not eating and, like, all stressed out that it, like, came out that way. And then I had to take tar oil bath and put some sort of... oil. Tar oil. That it exists? Like add to, yeah. To I the mean, to bath water. I think I had it, this I rash. Mean, yeah. It doesn't even make any sense. No, it wasn't, like, contagious. It didn't, like, right. hurt any. It was just ugly, you know? Right, yeah. sure. And then I, I had to put, like, some sort of, like, stab <laughs> on it, and I hate I, the word stab. I feel stab. like I'm there. Anyway, it yeah. was just, Sad. yeah, it was, it was pretty wretched. And, uh, and, and whose who's fault would that be, Brooke? That what? That I had the rash? Yeah. Or that? Yeah. All of I it. I guess my own? No. No, it's wrong. No. Whose fault is it? His. That's right. His? That is exactly whose fault it is, Brooke. Exactly. I'm just trying to keep Swanee's attention. Right. He woke up. Guns and Roses and Def Leppard limited edition cheeses are coming to Aldi. They have their own cheeses. Yeah, they have their own cheese now. You want Def Leppard cheese? Yeah. You want Guns and Roses cheese? Screw the whiskey business. Yeah, you can get them at the... At Aldi, they've got sweet cheddar of mine. Get out of here. God, I wish I thought of that. I was trying uh, to think of one. They, uh, awesome. they have pour some Gouda on me. This okay. is great. That's a stretch. And a I love it. A host of others if you want to go there. You can get your Def Leppard and Guns N' Roses cheeses at Aldi. Breaking news on Tidbit Tuesday. I'm sorry, oh. it's Wednesday. Tidbit Wednesday on a yeah. Tuesday on a Wednesday. Uh, the CDC says kids are using too much toothpaste. Cut it out, kids. Wow. You need less toothpaste. It's going to be a toothpaste shortage. You keep that up. Who knew? Is that the problem? I'm just glad they are using toothpaste. I think the opposite is worse. How much do you think Americans, speaking of kids and adults and every millennial alive, how much do you think Americans spent on video games last year? Uh, 
$200. You're talking total or per, talking, per person? I wish it all of America. Oh, I thought you meant per person. Yeah. We got we bought yeah. uh we bought uh, two Fortnite oh. games. We're all playing them. <laughs> Oh I got a, I'm, a, okay. I'm on my way to Omaha. That's my day yeah. to play. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing per person. Go ahead, Whip, because yeah. I have no uh, idea about the go video with game world. Six billion dollars. Forty-three billion dollars. Oh my god, I way undersold games. it. Forty-three billion bucks we spent in America on video games in, in twenty eighteen alone. What yeah. an industry that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. no kidding. Uh, you know, are you just talking about the zoo? The yeah. woman who went to the zoo and got caught on uh, channel five at the zoo. This is a zoo story as well. A USB stick was found in uh, New Zealand seal's poop, and it somehow still works. Wow. <laughs> How awesome is that? <laughs> Preserves it. The seal pooped a USB stick. They right. threw it in a computer. Good as new. <laughs> Absolutely. Still works. Yeah. Fine. Who knew? They show off seal. <laughs> Spending time with your kids, not money or genetics, leads to student success. Okay. Right. Well, not a surprise. Unless you can pay for a really good tutor. That's true, too. Right. And then that might help, too. Spending time with your kids, not money or genetics, will lead to student success. So if you're brilliant and your kid's not, you can't blame it on genetics. I guess you could. Yeah, spend enough time with them, huh? Whip, uh, what do we uh, not like to see made? Uh, Laws and sausages. Butcher opens sausage-themed hotel in Germany. That's a good place for it. Hmm? Cool. A fourth-generation butcher in Germany is celebrating his favorite food by opening what he calls the world's first sausage hotel the Bubble Bratwurst Bed and Breakfast near Nuremberg is a converted barn adjacent to the family butcher shop. Everything in the hotel is all about sausage. Okay. Mm. It's a sausage fest. Yeah, who doesn't love sausage? <laughs> also a thing that happens in college a lot. Yeah. <laughs> or what happens at a late night bar at about 1130. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Florida girl 14 steals a pizza delivery man's car to drive to her boyfriend's house. Ooh. Yep. Did she bring pizza? You know, too? when you're good. when you're 14 year old, uh, 14 and in love and love crazed, you'll do just about anything to see your boyfriend, won't you? I guess so. Including Grand Theft Auto, which is a video game that uh, we paid 43 billion dollars for, unless it's just one of us paying 200 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stay in Florida. You like pork chops, Melissa? Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, really? Would it be like a pork chop? Yeah, my mom used to make that when I was a kid. I'd eat like half. Yeah, I'm not a big I'd pork chop Mostly just guy. eat the breading. Neither was this guy because he got hit in the face with one. Florida woman battered her boyfriend with a pork chop and was oh. arrested for it in Brooksville, Florida. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cops Jennifer Brizard, alleged that Jennifer Brizard and her boyfriend engaged in a verbal argument mm. about 9.45 p.m. when Brizard threw a frozen pork chop at the victim. Mm. Causing a half-inch laceration and resulting oh, in her arrest. Oh, yeah. Like throwing a rock at that point. No question. Throw frozen pork chops at people. And finally, on Tidbit Wednesday, I save the best for last. I save for Melissa what she enjoys most. She enjoys bits about what, Melissa? Panthers? Bits of panther? When do you... When do you... <laughs> bits oh. of real panther. Oh, no. Bits of real panther? No, what do you enjoy, what, what do you enjoy talking about? <laughs> Real estate. No. What love. Else? No. <laughs> I love. You don't even know what you enjoy talking about. I love what? wine. And every time it comes up on the show, you're excited. Uh, I love talking about Bohemian Rhapsody. Will you tell her what it is? Hemsworth. Please? Money. No, no, not money. Money. Come on, Liam Hemsworth. No, well, what's her favorite topic? Every day, her face lights up when we talk about. Was it smoking? Smoking. Oh That's God, there's so geez. many things. <laughs> Good God, you don't even know you anymore. What? I like Hawaii might ban the sale of cigarettes to anyone under the age of 100. 
Yeah. So if you want to smoke, you got to hang outside the 7-Eleven and find a 100-year-old going in there to buy them for you. People won't like me saying this, but I wish they would do that yeah. here because I don't like that. But every time like we bring up smoking, you cannot get enough of the topic. Your face, so like, Look at the smile. You might miss it if it, was, it. if it was gone, you might yeah, miss it. You, you might know. not know what you're missing. The Eric in the Morning with Melissa and Whip podcast. Downloadable every weekday. This is 101.9 FM, The Mix, on the web at WTMX.com and via podcast.